Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week with our guest, Rough Senpai. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, my lovely co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. What series are we covering this week, David? Oh, we are covering Monster Hunter Orage, or as they say in France, Monster Hunter Orange, as I am sure I will say <laughs> multiple times in both this and the main episode. I do think it's Orage, but I was going to well, say... It's mon- a French word, apparently. So It I, is? Yeah. I think Tucker was saying something about that. Let me double check. Wow. You know, you don't usually see French in anime. You see German a lot and some Italian, but you don't see French a lot. Yeah, it's a French word for thunderstorm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, cool. I'm, I'm learning. I still would have called it Monster Hunter Orange, though. We all would. Maybe the chibi cover, it should be just him holding an orange. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of feel like it should be uh, like uh, kind of a Pokemon thing with like Pokemon red and blue and orange, because this is based on a video game, David. This is the most video game based manga we've ever read. I don't know. It's the most video game based manga that actually has a justification in that it's literally based on a video game. One of the big trends in manga recently that I hate is just the proliferation of video game mechanics that just Mm -hmm. exists in the world for no goddamn reason. And this series does it too. I can forgive it a bit because it's like, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. So we're reading Monster Hunter Oraje, I suppose. The author is Mashima Hiro. But he's no hero to me. He's more of a Mashima villain. Yes. We usually don't talk about it in the chibi, but just heads up because it is so famous. He is the creator of Fairy Tale, which he actually was making at the same time as this, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, you you can tell. You can tell that, yeah, he was dividing his attention. All I know about Fairy Tale is that it's the thing you read when Oda goes on a break and you really need a One Piece fix. And it's kind of like knock off One Piece because I think he was Oda's assistant, right? I don't think he has anything maxi beep will probably let us know in the main episode but i don't think he ever worked for oda i think he just stole really? his art style more or less yeah because it's very similar it's a little different in ways which makes it not as good but you know it's still very clearly oh that's an oda face like the guy in this series just looks like discount luffy and the way he draws women always have a giant tits Oh, yeah, although uh, maybe his women aren't as bad as Otis. Anyway, that's true. This ran between April 4th, 2008 to May 2nd, 2009, and it got 14 chapters out of four volumes because these are huge ass chapters. You know, I'm sure you listener right now, you're thinking, well, what could be in those big chapters? Well, you know what? Why don't I tell you? Let's go into the plot summary. Oh, tell us about the thickness. And I'm not just talking about the main female character. Okay, anyway, Shiki Ryuho is a young boy who wants to be a monster hunter, trademark. And he's being trained by his master, Gorelli, to kill wyverns. This may be hard to believe. Hold on to your fucking hats here. But his master actually dies? Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? I was so so shocked. His master was trying to mix gunpowder, which is a kind of lame way to die for a monster hunter. But I mean, I guess that's why it's really tragic. I mean, it's a scientific case and fucked around and found out. I guess so. It's just kind of like in One Piece when uh, Zoro's sword girl that Zoro has a crush on dies from falling down the step. Down does stairs, yes. Anyway, that intro was apparently some kind of conveniently timed PTSD flashback, and Shiki is just being weird in the middle of the town square. Mm-hmm. 
If you didn't know that this was based on a video game, then you absolutely will now when Shiki bursts into like a local tavern, literally looking for a fucking raid party. And since this manga just has to follow the non-diegetic and arbitrary rules of the fucking video game, he has to find a group with less than four people because yeah. there is a maximum of four people in a raiding party. And I can't think of any reason you'd do that other, other than the fact it was in the video game. Yeah, they did not try to explain these arbitrary limits at all. No, it's just like, look, I, I can't give you that much credit. Come on, man. It's okay, buddy. Thank you. The only one left is a group headed by a powerful girl named Irie because she's the only one in the party. She's a solo fighter. And because of that, she refuses to let Shiki join her. And David, that's when... Mm -hmm. The hellhounds burst through the door. Dun, dun, dun. Release the hellhounds. Release the hounds. The hellhounds are basically the cool kids of the game. Really yeah. the Jordans of Monster Hunter Orange. Exactly. They're basically me, except not as cool. And they're led by the prince. David, did they give him a name? I, did, I feel like they didn't <laughs> give him a name. I'm just thinking like that prince. <laughs> I wish it was prince. <laughs> Let's just have the cover art be him holding an orange cell standing next to prince. Yeah, just just make it completely like surreal. I, I actually love that. But yeah, the Hellhounds are the cool kids with a cool name led by the prince. Mm -hmm. Shiki starts freaking out and tries to join his party because he's like the strongest guy. And he only has three people and Shiki's one more. But he's rebuffed because the prince is like, who the fuck is this guy? He's not even in the fucking guild. He's a goddamn scab, David. Yeah, fucking scabs, man. Yeah. Everyone likes Shiki now because nobody likes the prince. And because Shiki is a discount Luffy, he refuses to give up and decides to follow Irie and help her on her quest because I think he's bored. The bartender who controls quest assignments says he can't because this is a video game. Irie already signed up for the quest. However, Shiki is all about kill stealing. So he shows her something on his hand and she lets him go anyway. It's it's like he has the equivalent of those like courtesy cards that police officers give like their children. <laughs> Have you seen those? What, is that like a get out of jail free card? It's literally a card that if you get pulled over by a cop for like speeding, you can show them it and there's, they may be more lenient where it literally is like, have, show some courtesy. This is a family member of a fellow police officer. God, our laws are a fucking joke. I mean, it's not like illegal. They can still, it's like if they were like 50-50, they'll probably let you go. It like rounds you down, you know? <laughs> Unless they're black, basically. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> we don't, this is not a pro cop podcast. <laughs> uh, ACAP. It's good, though, that he did this because when he finds Irie, she was planning on taking down a weak dragon called a Kutku, which is a measly two stars. But oh, no. Weak. Weak. There's, there's actually a, wait, tougher four-star dragon <gasps> ball called Raffian, the queen of the land. <laughs> I had to put ball in there because I was just like four-star dragon. I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> Shiki and Irie bond over the fight. Although I'm not sure Shiki really needed her help. He pulls out his two swords, which are wind elemental weapons, something Irie has never seen before, and kills the dragon relatively easily. I guess it wasn't that tough, actually. Yeah. The two eat dragon meat because again, he's like Luffy and he always wants to eat and Shiki reveals his tattoo, which is the mark of a forbidden hunter, a guy who wants to kill the forbidden dragon of light, Mogaruna. Irie is shocked that Shiki believes in, I don't know what word Jordan wrote, but it looks like the word marijuana. Yeah, no, it's the name of the dragon. What? Yeah, Shiki wants to get real high because uh -huh, yeah. he believes in marijuana. 
The dragon of light, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, light The dragon of smoke. And reveals that she also wants to kill Morgana because her dad did. <laughs> <laughs> That's when she realizes that Irene's dad is his master because she reveals that her dad died from a fucking stupid-ass gunpowder incident. Yeah. And there was no way two people died the same stupid way. No, exactly. It has to be that. <laughs> yeah. The prince gets mad jealous because he has a crush in Irie. Talk about an orange crush. I'm not giving you that. That's not, it's good. It's good. It's good. Anyway. All right. So anyway, what's the good, what's the good of this series, Jordan? What are your first impressions? I know you loved it. You know, the art isn't bad. Art is f- fine. It's fine. The issue is we talk about composition a lot. This guy does not have very interesting compositions. Although, as David pointed out, he was doing fairy tale at the same time. And this whole thing just feels extremely like this is the manga getting a paycheck. I don't understand how he had the time to make this. I mean, by half-assing it, apparently. You never half-ass two things, full-ass one thing. Yeah. Then you're doing 1.5 the amount of ass. You gotta get your tookum. Anyway. Yeah. This manga, it just... It's mid. It's so by the numbers. It's very mid. You know, that's kind of worse. It really just feels like this is a manga that you're not supposed to read unless you're already obsessed with Monster Hunter. Yeah. Which is a problem because most people, like, uh, don't get me wrong, Monster Hunter is a huge audience, but most people are not obsessed with Monster Hunter. Yeah. The, the people that do like Monster Hunter are very into Monster Hunter. I have never played it. I don't know any of this shit. It seems like I should know who these monsters are in order to understand the context here. You don't explain anything to me. It's also the writing is inconsistent. This definitely felt like he just kind of rushed it out. Like, you can see a change in draft he didn't fully remove, where there is a joke where the main character is dumb and takes someone kind of bullying him at face value as like a compliment. Mm. And that only happens once. Where yeah. you know that that definitely was a running joke in an earlier draft, and he forgot to remove that as a character trait in this in his final version. Or he just thought that it was going to be a running joke and then forgot about it because he only did one draft. That's true. But either way, it <laughs> clearly shows this guy did not spend a ton of time before because he just needed to get it done. I'm going to trash this manga. I respect that. You got a big video game company paying you to do this thing. They obviously don't give a shit. They're a fucking video game company. You need an extra paycheck? I don't blame this guy at all. Yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't make the manga better. <laughs> I, did you really need a paycheck? He already was making fairy tale. You know what, man? You got to get that green or whatever what? color I mean, it is in fine. Japan. Fucking wh- whatever. <laughs> also, the writing is just very cliche dramatic. It feels very anime where everyone has to have really big emotions because yeah. subtle writing takes a lot of thought. But you can just have those. It's like all of the jokes in Protect Me, where it was the same thing where let's have characters just over exaggerate to the Sony situation. That's the punchline. And I get that's a type of humor. But this is just how characters are literally interacting where they're just like, he's got to be the most romantic. He's got to be the stupidest. He's got to be. She's got to be the most yeah. tsundere character, you know. You know, Caesar just literally he threw a dartboard at anime character stereotypes and wrote it exactly for each character's personality. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not joking when I say that the main characters discount Luffy, except the problem is there is an inconsistency there. It's hard to get a gauge on his personality. Sometimes he is fucking stupid. Sometimes he shows up. He seems completely fucking like inexperienced, except for like, I guess, homeschooling with his master. And then he reveals, oh, no, I'm actually like way better than everybody here. And I actually completely understand it. I'm not confused at all. 
I think it was an absolutely stupid idea that he could take a level four difficulty creature on at face value. Like, sure, if you want a really cool win on the first chapter, you know what you show it off? You show it off with unique circumstances that are not easily replicated. You don't just say, I have a, a higher power level than this monster. That's why I win. You know, you do it where it's like, maybe there was a rock on a cliff and he got exactly positioned, you know, something like that where it's not duplicated, but they get a really fun win. But you know, not every chapter he's going to be able to beat significantly strong creatures. David, do, do you know how you do this? Because I know exactly how you do this. What you do is you have Irie. It's Irie or Irie. I don't know. Lake Erie. You have Lake Erie. Yes. She is trying to fight this Kutku, which is again a dragon. I guess I would know if I played Monster Hunter, but yeah. she's trying to attack this thing. And, you know, uh, Shiki's behind her and he's trying to help her, but she refuses to allow him to help her. And because she is so stubborn, she winds up making a mistake that puts her in a dangerous situation where she's like hurt. She can't use her weapons or something. And then Shiki comes in and saves her life. Yeah. That's how you do this. Like they had a squash match, you know, like in wrestling, like if you have a big tough guy that you're trying to push over that you're trying to get the entire audience to think that dude's strong you don't have like a supposedly weak guy that no one's ever heard of beat the shit out of right and this guy was supposedly like the strong like one of the strongest dragons oh, i guess i'm sorry with this lady she's a queen and we yes. respect our queens this queen <laughs> was apparently one of the strongest dragons in the whole area and i guess there you go the main guy beat her in like five seconds am i supposed to be afraid of other dragons now because i'm not he beat it purely because he is stronger than the dragon. He could beat that dragon under any circumstances, which means the author has put himself in a corner where now the main character is overpowered. But yeah. he hasn't created a universe where it's fine to have an overpowered protagonist like this. Yeah, I mean, the only way I could get out of this hole is if you were just like, oh, hey, you know how when I had the four stars, it looked like that was the maximum? Well, I was lying to you there. It actually goes beyond the box. So it's yeah. actually six stars. And it's like. It's still really stupid, and I bet he doesn't yeah. do that. Oda let Luffy have a really easy win in the first chapter. Yeah. Because Luffy had a type advantage against his opponent. Huge thing with that, because I think that this first chapter is very heavily influenced by Romance Dawn, like yeah. very obviously. And I think that was his attempt at having uh, the equivalent of Luffy beating the giant fish. But the thing there is that the giant fish is strong. It's not like legendary strong. Well, it did have a name. It was called the Lord of the Coast. Yeah, but it's still like, <laughs> like you see that and you're like, well, there's probably a lot stronger things out there. Than yeah. that fish. Like, they don't say, wow, that's like the strongest creature we have ever seen in the entire world. Yeah, they also say Luffy is literally his starting area is the weakest starting area in the entire world. But <laughs> God, it, it feels like sometimes you talk about manga and it really does feel like video games. Right. I mean, they do say the East Blue is the weakest of the seas. Yeah, you get the fewest uh, experience points uh, yeah. <laughs> and you get like a skill handicap if you go yeah. there. <laughs> There's also a fun continuity issue where where's the main character's like, where's the ear? And like, oh, she left forever ago. She was there on the previous page. She was there like maybe 10 seconds ago. <laughs> the door's probably still swinging from when she left. That's another example where he clearly didn't proofread his own manuscript before he started drawing it. Uh, there is clearly just some kind of lack of oversight. This is phoned in. This is it. That's it. That's all there is. Completely phoned in. Yeah. I guess if that's the case, David, would you read another 10 chapters of this? You know what? It's weird because I legitimately think that there's a chance that he could start putting effort into the series. And I'm really curious if he starts doing that. So I'm actually, I would actually say I'd read our 10 chapters. I would not. I am burned out on video game mechanics in manga. Okay. It, it, like not everybody is Hunter Hunter. Yeah. 
the same fucking setting. You know, like, this isn't the same isekai setting, but it's really close, right? And I just, it's, it just doesn't interest me. And the writing just isn't good. Sure, maybe it'll improve, but even still, I don't see it being anything above mid. So no, I would not read 10 chapters of it. Yeah, you gotta go read good manga like Witch Watch. Yeah. Oh, we gotta read three volumes of Blue Box by Wednesday. <laughs> Whoa, okay, thank you for reminding me yeah, of that. It's yeah, it's really good, so I, it shouldn't be much of a struggle. Yeah, no, I've heard good things about Blue Box. I'm not worried about that. So, David, what do you think's going to happen next? So, I think their master didn't die due to a gunpowder incident. It's going to be some long, complicated circumstances, because that's just such a stupid reason. Yeah. I think Shiki loses those important wind element weapons, and then he loses confidence, and then he has to, like, rebuild his confidence, but it happens way too fast, so it didn't really matter. (laughs) And then I think Shiki is going to defeat whoever the fuck the big bad is through the power of friendship. Cool. How about you? Uh, so I think that Shiki was actually born under mysterious magical circumstances that he's not aware of, mm-hmm. much like Luffy. Iri had a hunting party where her friends all died and it scarred her into never having a party ever again. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm also going to say I think that the gunpowder mixing was a lot more important. That might that's kind of your exact guess. So, yeah, I gotta change that. <laughs> You're just hitching your wagon to mine. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I think that the prince is going to try and take on Shiki. And Shiki is like, well, I'm super powerful and I can take you down phys- like with physical stuff. But the prince is like, aha, but I have a trap. You see, I'm smarter than you, blah, blah, blah. And then he isn't. <laughs> Sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, so David, what's your power word? I was really proud of mine. Mine is draft. Because it's drafty? Yeah, but also because this is clearly an unfinished draft well, that he yeah. just decided to do. How about yours? Rush. Ah, uh, getting more musical references in. I really Prince. like Rush, you know, like, and this manga was not actually as good as Rush. It's, it just feels rushed. Yeah. <laughs> this is just very rushed. Did not give a this shit. This puts the Z in YYZ. <laughs> exactly. Want to go to the Q&A? Oh, I thought you never ask. So let's do it. Just as a reminder, I want to thank everyone who submits their questions. You can submit your questions to us on the Discord in our Question for Shonen Flop channel. It is open to everyone. I will note, though, that priority, of course, goes to our wonderful patrons and people who have not asked a question before or had their questions answered in a while. So let's go from the top. Absolute friend of the show, Coltreg, who asked, Jordan, what manga would you recommend to a hive of bees that can read manga? And I, I can only think of one series I'd recommend. And what's that? Mora King, of course. Damn, yeah. Um, I know, and I'm pretty see. sure he asked that knowing we'd say Mora King, because he was our guest yeah, on the Mora King yeah. episode. So we're on to your... Yes, of course. Yeah, how can I forget? Jesus Christ, Coltrick. I know you from so many other things now. See, when I saw this, Gurren Lagan was not a manga, but... There is a Gurren Lagan manga. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Well, because Gurren Lagan's all about, like, a bunch of people coming together and, like, becoming, like, a much larger being. And I feel like that's similar to a hive, you know? What about the Chimera Ant arc of Hunter x Hunter? Well, that might be very good. I just feel like that paints the hive in a negative light. That's and true. And I feel like they might be offended by that. <laughs> Fair. Our next question from Ozzy Rat, who's listening right now. Hi, Ozzy Rat. Thanks for running the movie nights. What is your favorite quote from a flopped manga? I mean, David, you can guess mine. My, uh, tell us, Jordan, tell us. Well, David, you see, the eighth deadly sin is justice. Is justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a stupid fucking line. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. And it really didn't fit with anything else going on. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know, but you know what I do understand? What? Staghorn's question. Are there any anime slash manga tropes that ruin your experience with a work, even if the rest of it is to your liking? 
brought it up earlier, video game mechanics. Yeah. If I see a video game mechanic in a manga and it's like not explained really, it's just kind of like a given, like, oh, this is a medieval world and you just got to build up points. I put the manga down. Okay, so Grid Island is fine then? Yes, because it's Hunter Hunter and that shit's explained and it's in a, like a weird little self-contained area. It's not just like, oh yeah, we're in a medieval world and it's the same fucking medieval world every goddamn time and here you go, here's experience points, get some <laughs> equipment. It's like, oh, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Or like Konosuba is just so stupid, it's fine. I couldn't get into Konosuba. I'll have to try again. I really hate any sort of child sexual sexualization of children. Oh, yeah. Pretty oh, obvious. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. felt like that was like obvious, so, so I didn't say it. But yes, absolutely. Yeah. That is an 100% a manga trope. Like another one like that. There's a, oh, this is a thousand year old demon in the body of a 12 year old. So it's okay yeah. if she wears super skimpy clothes. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, David. <sighs> yes. What's your favorite evolution from Pokemon? I would say, <laughs> just me. I would say I really like Jolteon, but oh, I want. Damn it! I was gonna say Jolteon. I, I also want to say I was at Nintendo World, which has a big Pokemon section. My friend comes and was like, "David, all the Vaporeon merch is sold out." <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to you, friend of the show and Patreon, Mike, for. <laughs> saying that <laughs> of course it would be oh listener if you don't get that joke that's okay don't worry about yeah, it don't 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 Google don't worry it. about it uh i guess my other one would be um umbreon because that's just cool yeah umbreon espion are cool yeah i do want to say though um what's the one the fairy one? Oh, i don't remember trans rights the one that's trans Ooh. the trans black color that's the fairy type so trans rights. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, trans rights. Trans rights. I didn't know that. Well, I, I think I did know that, but I forget the name. Anyway. So from Baparaptor, who thanks uh, for asking that. It was a lot of fun being on your show. Yeah. What is a popular slash generally well-received manga that each of you dislike? Ooh. This is a tough one. I mean, I already said fairy tale is mid, but I don't know if that's a hot take. Yeah. Um. I mean, people liked Phantom Seer for some reason. I really hated Phantom Seer, but the problem is that was also a flopped manga, which implies that that is not a popular or yeah. generally well-received manga. Oh, I'll have to think about this. You know what, Vampiraptor? I'm going to get back to you on that. Because the problem <laughs> is that if I don't like a manga, I just don't think about it very much. <laughs> That's fair. Let me see. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I definitely don't like Hunter x Hunter as much as Jordan does, but I still think it's a masterpiece. I mean, Elfin Lied is terrible, and I, wa I read way too much of that, uh, but like, I don't know if I would... Would say that that is a generally well-received manga. I also, as you can hear in our Patreon content, I thought PPPPP still has not improved in quality, despite Jordan thinking it immensely yeah, did. I do. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, so let's get to our last question from Ekubo, who I think is their first question. So thank you so much for asking this. What are your opinions on Mob Psycho 100? Oh Extremely my. Extremely positive. Fucking so good. I think that's definitely one of my favorites. Rachel absolutely adores it. I think it's the only anime she likes more than Spy Family. So excited for the final season. Straight up, one of the best anime I've ever seen. Just yes. absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. It's incredible. It, I love One Punch Man, the first season at least. And Mob Psycho is better than One oh, Punch Man. Oh, Mob Psycho is definitely one's masterpiece. Yes. It's so good. God, when oh. he says, I've always known. Oh, I might have to rewatch that now, entire series. Do you know series. what scene I'm talking about? I don't because I have I've seen it I haven't seen it in a long time. Could you? Uh, it's it's when Reagan a little bit? when like Reagan finds out Mob knows that he knows he's a fake psychic after he oh, like, yeah! is on TV and Mob just goes I've always known. Oh, really cute scene. 
I love Reagan so much because like, not Ronald, I love this Reagan <laughs> so much because on one hand he is faking it, but on the other hand, all of his moves involve psychological manipulation and just completely messing with people's heads. So really, isn't that like kind of a real psychic power? Mm -hmm. And he succeeds. He's like, he wins like a lot of the time. So it's like, is he wrong? Yeah. It's like how he wins that rock, paper, scissors tournament because he just could do the psychology of it. It's so cool. I, I love that character. I legit think I'm going to rewatch Mob Psycho. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the questions. Thank you, everyone, for submitting them. You are all wonderful. And I thank also want to so thank, much. I also want to thank you, Jordan, for editing the Chibi episodes. Oh, thank you, David. And thank you for editing some of the Chibi and most of the main episodes. I edit every Chibi episode. I don't mean that you edit some of the chibis. I mean that you edit some of each chibi episode. Oh, yes. I also want to give props to Shannon for the awesome cover. You can find her online at Illuminati. I also want to give thanks to Dylan for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. I also want to give thanks to Tucker, who's listening right now, and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. I am very excited. I'm going to the UK. Maxi B was like, I don't live yeah. anywhere near where you're going in the UK. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shucks. Because, you know, being God. 65 miles away from London, you know, that's like a week trip. It's like if you went to like uh, Harrisburg, PA and called me up in Philly and was like, Jordan, yo, we should hang out. And it's like, dude, you are like over a state away. You I are mean, like the big thing is Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Yes, of course. Same thing, though. Central PA, it, you don't have to be on the other side of the state to be too far yeah. to come see me. You know, you'd be right in the middle. I will say I should be seeing Hassan. Oh, that's awesome. I was talking to him yesterday, so I'm super pumped and he can meet Rachel. That's fucking cool. Yes. I also want to give thanks to T-Root, Ozzy Rat, and T-Wolford for being our awesome transcription volunteers. So you can find them on our site as they become available. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, shonenflop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And as we talked about before, come join the Shonen Flop Discord. We have over 400 people in it, which is absolutely crazy. Open to everyone, yeah, Patreon or not. Come hang out with us, talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. We also have a monthly movie night. You can find a link yeah. to it in the show notes or on our site. If you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We wouldn't be able to keep running the show without their support. You can also get a ton of awesome perks like bonus content covering Teen Titans, PPPPPP, Akane Banashi, or even joining us during the recording warm-ups. Yeah. And you could be deciding what series we cover next. You can find it at patreon.com slash flop. And on that note, I want to give a shout out to our wonderful patrons. Starting, of course, we want to give a big thank you to all of our Beast children. Thank you so much, my lovely Beast children. Starting with the Chainsaw Man, we have Hashtag AOOC Naked Podcasting 2022. Pterodactyl Ghost, the Dolphin Dead, Tracking Roving Animals for All Loving Girls and Raccoons, Wolfwood. Moving on down to the King of the Forest, we have Albie, Cram, Gabe Lando, Jacob, Andrew Galloway, Josh Robinson, Marty, Rachel, my lovely girlfriend. She is moving in, having a great time. Scarlett Mirmanen, T, The Real Jory, Trevor Schechner. And then going down to the Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have Blamumu, BS, Dolphin, Dylan Kreider, Eric, Alex Klein, Generic Man, Hans, Hunter, Lincoln Frey, Mara Bar. Mike Carpenter, Peter Hunt Svek, Sarah Hydra, Shingo Sekimoto, Silly Rookie, Simic for Senpai Ash, Staghorn, and that one welder guy. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Monster Hunter Orage with our lovely guest, Rough Senpai. Yeah! This has been Jordan. This has been David. You've been listening to Sean and Flop, David, say it. Keep on flopping floppers. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>